Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey everybody, I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Penn Holderness, and you have stumbled upon the Holderness Family Podcast. Did you know? I don't know if you've heard. Maybe you've heard. I don't know. I don't know. We have a book? I know. I I mean, I'm just you know. I'm saying this in total shock though we wrote a book i know um it's called everybody fights so why not get better at it and we dissect our 10 most common fights and the fights that most couples have and how to get through them we worked with our counselor our marriage coach and he gives such amazing magic words tips and tricks but it's like a it's a fun fun way to to talk about how how you can make fighting a love language yeah did you know if you fight correctly like you learn about your partner you learn about their vulnerabilities. You learn about what works for them. And it makes you closer if you do it correctly. Yes. If you do it incorrectly, then bad things happen. But anyway, so the book is... <laughs> it, it's yeah. a bad things will happen to you if you don't read it, I think is what we're trying to say. I'm kidding. Yes, here's the thing. We're going to be talking about it a lot. It actually does not uh, come out until March, but it's available for pre-order now on Amazon. So, so and, and at a couple different booksellers. So go to everybody yes. fights dot, or everybody fights book. Dot com. That's right. Everybodyfightsbook.com. You can pre-order. And let me just do shameless plug. Like when you pre-order, it really helps the authors uh, d- to get discovered and yeah. helps more people find it. So it'd be a huge favor. Sorry. Just, just, yeah, just go ahead. And- I hate asking people for stuff. <sighs> I know. But- so here's the thing. We're actually, you know, the book is done. It's done and dusted. It's delivered to the editor, but we're still learning. Yeah. There might be another book after this because we are still learning about how to be together and how to navigate this crazy season in our lives, which has been compounded by a bajillion other things, uh, which brings us to our guest today. And what I love most about this podcast, we do these silly, goofy videos, but I've always said that our podcast is our very favorite thing to do because I do treat it just like personal therapy. I'll be honest. <laughs> and so this is literally like this is personal therapy. You can sit in on it, but um, it's funny. We, we've already taped it, but Kim um, is very open about uh, her anxiety and depression that she deals with. And so she's just trying to get on this um, woman's radar because she's awesome. And then if you listen longer, apparently the person who needs her the most is me. 
<laughs> she helped us work through some stuff, you guys. Um, and, and if you're feeling uneasy right now, if you're feeling restless right now, I want you to just hit play on this and go for a walk, go for a drive and yeah. listen and just feel seen in that you're not alone. And we interviewed Elise Snipes. Uh, she's a licensed marriage and family therapist. She's a podcast host of Trailer Cast. She's the founder of Radical Wellness Collaborative, an online platform for modern holistic wellness and a dynamic speaker. We've heard her speak. She specializes in creating unique experiences for people that lead to awareness so they can take meaningful action. And I think we went through a lot of awareness today. And action. <laughs> Mainly, why does Kim keep looking up real estate in Hawaii? We're about to find out. I think we're moving, basically, is what it's come down to. Anyway. Let's get to it. And welcome to the podcast, Elise Snipes. Thank you so much for joining us. You guys, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So we first, and I, we didn't even meet, we saw you on stage, actually. Um, we were <laughs> with Dave and Rachel Hollis at their couples thing. A little mm-hmm. awkward now. That's okay. We're going to move past That's it. Okay. We love they, them both and yeah. we pray for them both. Yes. Um, but we first saw you on stage and I was like, that lady, I need to get a session with her. And now I have your email address and I'm going to be on your schedule That's soon. really the whole reason. <laughs> I don't think that we're doing this for any reason other than for you to get oh, an appointment. Yeah, no, it's just therapy. <laughs> this is, I'm, I'm sorry. Did you think I did this podcast for another reason? I was hoping to provide some information to our listeners. This is all about me. Okay, good, good. <laughs> right? It's, but it's thank actually you. not even a podcast. This <laughs> is just a This is a setup for just free therapy. So can you tell, I know we did your introduction, but um, tell us a a little bit about um, how you provide treatment and, Mm -hmm. um, and the different ways you provide therapy right now. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I really try to navigate outside of the traditional kind of therapeutic hour and therapeutic box. And that began with moving my office outside of the traditional therapy space and into a vintage trailer that I see people at the beach. So we're already from the beginning trying to show people that maybe it's not what you think. And so then I, from there, started a podcast out of said trailer called Trailer Cast. And there are ways that we can kind of get therapy up and off the couch. And I think sometimes if we can listen to other people's stories, we can find ourselves in that story and then find ourselves kind of out of our own story. So two main spaces that that started. And then now I started a women's wellness space and it's called Radical Wellness. And we provide wellness services to everyone everywhere. So we're online. We work holistically. We work collaboratively. Um, We actually treat both men and women. Um, And then I created weekend experiences. And what I started noticing, and maybe we'll get to this as well, is the 50-minute session just wasn't enough to help people really come all the way back to neutral or like homeostasis. Mm -hmm. It was just not enough time to unpack what was going on or not enough time to actually feel good enough that I could enter back into my family with the tools and that sense of calm. And so now I'm working on offering intensive weekend experiences where people come and we do some work together and we spend all the time that we need to really do the job well. Speaking of packing and unpacking, which one of these is the trip to <laughs> Bali? What? <laughs> the wild women retreat. Okay. So, Sign right? me. I cannot wait for this COVID crap to go away because I'm going on all the weekends. I'm following you wherever you go. I'll follow the trailer. <laughs> so, okay. So that was... There was a group of women that have been coming to weekends for, I've been doing this since 2017 now. Uh And I'm like, what if 
like, what if we just blew this thing open? And we're like, let's just really go for it. And what if we came back into identifying and living out of that, like, unfiltered, unedited, wild space? And so Bali was the trip that, like, immediately sold out the fastest last year. (laughs) And then COVID. And then COVID. COVID. Okay, so we can't go to Bali right now. We well, I guess we could. We just we're not going to go. Um, we right. you know we can't be in your trailer, although we've both seen it on the videos and it's super cool looking. Uh, we can't be by the beach. We can be with you on a podcast, and so can our listeners. So what, I think what we're going to do is try. And I know fifty minutes isn't enough, but we're going to try in thirty minutes to get some good tips and Done. tricks about how to get through this crap that we are dealing with right now. Um, it's bananas. I want to start with one thing. Uh, I want to start mm-hmm. with something that my wife brought up a couple of weeks ago, which is the six month wall um, that I'm really starting to feel. I think kind of creatively as well. Have you heard this term just once you get to a certain point, like are we all suffering from fatigue from what's going on in our lives right now? Well, without a doubt, like there's, Okay, so when this started, I don't know if maybe you can scan through your like friend group or your own personal story, but when, when COVID started, there was immediately separate camps. Like the people who were like, great, vacation. And then I'm never going back to the office. This is awesome. And then the people who went directly into panic mode and were like, I need all the toilet paper and all the flour and all the things. And I'm, I already have my bunker set up. I've been waiting for this day. Um, <laughs> The people who like brooded and became conspiracy theorists, Um, the people Mm -hmm. who decided to bake all the sourdough bread and then, and maybe, you know what, maybe we've been all those people, right? Like maybe at some point we've rotated through all these different versions of ways to cope. And then we ran that for a while. I think of it like a leg in a race until that got tired. And then maybe we rotated and it was like, oh, actually, this is really hard. Mm -hmm. Actually, this is really scary. Actually... I don't know if I love my job anymore. Actually, I don't know if I want to live here anymore. And people started getting itchy, right? Like kind of just like, this is uncomfortable. And I need to take off these parts of my life now that I am done having fun in quarantine, now that I'm done <laughs> doing the, those things. And so we're kind of watching people stop being able to avoid the existential question of who am I? How do I find meaning and purpose here? So yeah, that's exhausting. <laughs> Yeah, I think we've we've uh, we hit a wall for sure um, in terms of just and also we felt like we were taking crazy pills because it felt like the rest of the world was moving on. And then I'm still saying no, but we we we, you know, I'm I'm, we're trying to listen to scientists and stuff like that. We have been moving on. I mean, we go out with masks on and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Is there, you know, a lot of. I, I suffer and I've been, you know, loud about it. I, I deal with depression and anxiety and I can deal with those in one week spurts, like the yes. having like an anxious <laughs> week. I'm having a, you know, I say, I'm like, okay, Penn, I'm having a cloudy day and I'm just going to hear and roll up, you know, under the covers, but it's been a cloudy eight months. So yep. what are, do you have any tips, any words of encouragement, any, any processes that people like me can put into place to kind of help get them through? Because I think we're in this for the long haul. Yeah. Yeah. Kim, also, I love hearing you just talk openly about what it feels like to be a human being. So (laughs) you're not like, you're speaking about a human condition. Those are human experiences that every single one of us has. Some of us just decide to call it anxiety and depression. Others of us just don't, but we all experience that. And we have all experienced that in the last eight months to a significant degree. Um, 
the the challenge, and maybe it's back to that word fatigue, is that all of our general go-tos, our instinctual ways of turning down the volume of all that energy have just been zapped. We've used all of our resources. We've we've done what we can. We've made all the puzzles. We've like, mm-hmm. like burnt all the candles. We've done all the things we know how to do. And this there's a, a resilience factor that feels like it's kind of being built into us, which is what do I do when I've kind of exhausted all my resources and it doesn't stop and more is coming our way and there's increased fear and society, you know, right. We just keep on spinning that out. And so I think what could be happening maybe on a societal level and then taking that farther into ourselves, which is what now and what do I need to do that is different than I've done before? There's like a giant call for an evolution of self. So maybe we compared depression and anxiety to a trauma response, which is stress, right? Anytime I'm stressed, I'm not acting out of my rational thinking brain. Mm -hmm. I'm acting out of wounding and instinct and what I know to do in almost like my animal primal brain, but I'm definitely not rationally thinking about, hmm, what would be really good for me today? I'm just doing whatever I can to survive this beast of 2020. And what happens if we can move from that instinct to more of an intellectual sense of, hey, this is what's actually good for me. And maybe that's the pain. That's the pinch is I'm transitioning from everything that's always worked to what I maybe need to try on in this next season, this last leg of this this quarter of 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the last leg. Anything, there's nothing of like any stress happening in the next week or so. So I feel like we're okay there. We don't even bring that up, right? Well, no. you mean Halloween? Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. What are we going to do for, no, seriously. So, so, so he's like election plus all this other stuff equals what? I'm really curious as to what happens next with the human condition here and the stress and the uncertainty and all that. Oh, I, so I don't. I'm in California and I don't know how this translates across the rest of the United States because we set, we tend to be pretty geocentric here, but it's, it's pretty terrifying. It's horrifying. Um, I've seen a lot of just dehumanization. We're trying to have conversations that just become like this belligerence. So maybe it's just like any other time when we feel like up against the ropes, some people stay up against the ropes and some people come out swinging and, it's nasty. It's, this is a really, really poor political climate to, I'm thinking about like all of our 18 year olds that are coming up to vote right now. How insane, what an interesting education we're giving them and what it means to have a right to vote in this country. (laughs) It is, it's, um, I think that's also what I mean, you, you layer, it's like a big old layer cake. So we have our COVID yes. and then we have our just regular anxiety and depression. And then we have our, our COVID anxiety and depression. And then we have our election anxiety mm. and tension. So there's like a big old cake of just crap. I'm calling them a crap cake. <laughs> yeah, um, that cake We're sitting sure. down to eat it. So on those days that are heavy, that are cloudy, that are anxious days, what can our listeners equip themselves with in terms of mindset shifts and just down to practical, you know, putting the phone down at night. Like what are those things that you're advising people? Okay. So 
um, philosophy wise, I don't really think that it's a one size fits all, like everyone should put their phone down. I think that some of us gener generally lean towards either activity or inactivity, towards indulging in this, towards totally retreating in this, to obsessing over it, to totally dissociating from it. Mm -hmm. And if we look at that spectrum of what I tend to do, then we might have a different need in order to kind of like rotate back to neutral. Mm. So if you are a person who checks every news source every night and can't not, then there's a like, reason why Kim is laughing. So <laughs> yes, that's me. Snicker, snicker, snicker. <laughs> no, we say dial, we say dial, dial back. Right. Yeah. But with the person who's like, I haven't read the news in eight months. It's like, okay, so let's look for a little more engagement. And so we're trying to come back to center, especially if this is in the context of a relationship dynamic for the person who is all the way in and the person who's all the way out, how lonely that partnership could feel when it's like, why don't you stop? Why don't you at least read something? Why don't you, right? And so mm -hmm. then we see the war or the conflict begin within the relationship, which is just a baby microcosm of what's happening in the larger you know, picture of society. So do you leave or, you know, or do you need to push closer in? What does each partner need in order to kind of come back into alignment? I think that um, that is a discussion we had at some point. Um, Penn said, um, you know, Kim, this stresses you out when you read this stuff. Just stop reading it. And I was like, what? I need to be an informed <laughs> citizen. I need to read all the things. So in truth, I, I probably needed him to engage more and I needed to engage less. So yes, that's mm -hmm. I like the way you put it, kind of a coming come to the center of yeah. it. Yeah. I think we're really trying to do the best we can and we're only doing what we know how to do. But we can tend to get kind of prickly when we feel stressed and look at our partner and see the way that they do it differently and automatically assume that they need to do something different. And if they could just do something different, then I would feel better. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And and when it comes down to it, this other person can't fix us. They can't, mm -hmm. I, we can't control how they think and react. Yeah. I want to back up to something that she said maybe five minutes ago. You were talking about how people a lot of times during these periods are not thinking rationally. Mm -hmm. And it just it just takes me back to like my entire process with my parents, uh, getting them into a nursing home, like learning that when there's like a certain season in life when you have to separate love from rational thought. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering, like, what are some of the what are some of the irrational things that you're hearing the most over the course <laughs> of 2020? And I don't like I don't want I'm not trying to throw shade on people because I think I've had some irrational thoughts as well this year. Yeah, you know what's funny is I with this it feels like a giant shakeup. Like 2020 will be a monumentally historical year for us. There are times where I'm like, maybe it's all rational. Maybe the person who's thought that they've like bought a plot in Canada, like maybe that's not irrational, right? Yeah. Like all the things we would have been like, okay, are like, no, that person, maybe they were just in front of us. Like maybe they just saw saw this thing coming sooner. Um Oh, that's maddening. So, like you okay. don't know what's rational, <laughs> what's not rational. <laughs> Because, right, because what that does is it causes us to have, have to go back within ourselves and determine what is rational for us. Yeah. We can't necessarily assume what is rational for someone else. That The most rational thing for that person might be to go move to Canada for safety. And that would be now more like, oh, right, get it, got it. And the most rational thing for someone else might be to say, no, I need representation here now. I'm not going to leave this spot no matter how hot it gets. 
I mean, like last week, last Friday, I was, um, my, my daughter plays tennis. And so we go to okay. these matches and I, we mask up heavily. And yeah. there was this, like, there was this family next to me and they, um, they weren't wearing masks. So like, I just took, I took mine off. So I didn't, cause I didn't want to, and I was like six feet away, but I was like, I don't want to make this person feel uncomfortable or be judgy. Mm. <laughs> so I took it off for like a second and Kim comes in and just light lights into me. Cause we're like big mask families. And I was like, so cornered. I said, no, but they had theirs off so I can take mine off. And as I said it, I'm like, what the hell are you doing? It's like, no one's thinking straight right now. Nobody. No one's thinking. thinking straight. No one's thinking. And I like, we just kind of stopped and Kim gave me a little bit of grace because she's like this is a total s show so well yeah no yeah sorry that you live with that lady but no but but you're right it was a totally irrational thought and i'm guilty that like it took me two seconds to think of an irrational thought that i had this year i can't imagine how therapists are dealing with irrational thoughts in 2020 oh but what we have to do is say hey pen totally get it like look you were attempting to neutralize the situation you were attempting to say hey like olive branch i'm a safe person i want you to feel safe right so now that is honorable, but now was it safe within you? Did no. You feel safe? Okay, <laughs> no. right. So that is so the right. Okay. <laughs> so the my instinct to leave myself to make sure that that family who I don't even know is safe, right? Is that habitual? Is that the thing that I do often? Leave my own experience to make sure that other people are all right. It is. <laughs> I think that in terms of just. I've been so I think one of one of my issues this year, I've been so wrapped up in my own like brain that I have not been able to like look outward enough. Um, Yeah, I I just but I I think when I do, I have been I think this job I've done this year, I've done a better job of just lowering expectations of Mm -hmm. from my children, from myself, from my partner. And I think Mm -hmm. like if I if I can have a win for 2020, it's just lowering expectations is that I mean I don't know if that's like the therapist approved way to get through life right now, but right 100%. now I'm, I'm like give, I have very few cares to give. Yeah. Uh, yes. Right. Okay. So if you think about okay, put like all your family members and all the the cares that you used to have, you put them up on stage, and the lighting on the stage is all across the board. We can see you can see tennis and you can see your kids after school sports and their grades and their penmanship and whatever and all the things that we apply to the the standards we carry. And then when crisis hits and it just has not stopped hitting, it's like spotlight center stage and all the peripheral falls away. What is actually crucial and important to our family right now? Maybe the fact that we're all just still here. Like that's, that's what's illuminated right now. This is what is actually of value is that we are here. We are together. Um, and it, it, it has become so apparent to me that that is all that's important. Like what I'm taking from 2020 is like, I have these little people that I've kept alive. I yes. have, you know, I have like, and like, that is all that's important to the point where I am. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. 
Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short term plans at uh1.com. Craving a massive life change. I am craving. Um, and it's so funny. Pen, Speaking my, of uh, irrational thought, this is going to be fun. Well, I, I'm doing real estate searches. I mean, Hawaii, still in yep. the U.S. I know yep. it's still in the U.S., but it's Hawaii. And I've been there once, so therefore I should move there, right? And I, Hawaii's great. I know. It's like they put, they pump Xanax into the air there, I think. Yeah. But uh, down to, like, we make these silly videos, which I love to make these silly videos, but I'm like, maybe we don't do that anymore. Maybe I just, like, go to culinary school and yeah. do yoga uh, all day. Yeah, money will just fall from the sky it'll be amazing yeah the money trees it just falls right right from the sky it's right there we just go hit the money tree so i have are are you having and a lot of it is i mean i spend hours at night researching real estate and stuff like this are you am i am i am i the only one doing this right now no you're not you know gosh kim i love that you brought this up okay so this is this is what I, I mean, though, is in our effort, right, to kind of escape our pain is every one of us has a Hawaii, right? It's the thing that we're fixating on in order to get us through. It's a beautiful coping strategy. Also, some people choose to make these things realities. So you guys have your own version of this. When you decided that, you're like, you know what, this is going to be the career path we go to. We're jumping off of that and we're moving towards this. So if you decide to take your ideas towards reality, it's not crazy, okay? It's a way that we move through crisis into the, the next season of, metaphorically, Hawaii. Um, the amount of people, every single person I've worked with this year has come through with some big aha I think I'm going to quit my job. I think I need to leave my marriage. I think that I need to move houses. You know what? I'm done with this thing. Like big, big, big shifts. And I don't think they're wrong. Okay. It's not like a, um, a big shift, like, oh, I'm impulsively doing this. No, it's just really clear right now what has not been working for a long time. And I need to do something now. So are we supposed to move to Hawaii? <laughs> So you guys are just tell me which island. Oh, it would be Kauai. We uh, loved. We yeah, really absolutely. liked Kauai. Yeah, that's the best. I I think that it. You're right. Just the the act of looking at real estate, which is really expensive, mm-hmm. or thinking mm-hmm. about or researching culinary schools or all this stuff, is my way of escaping. Knowing that I still live in raleigh north carolina and i still have kids that need to do school work and stuff like that like the day-to-day will still be waiting for me how yes. how do i like what are the data I, I can't escape that i can't outrun the day-to-day you're right so like help me sit with it a little better like how am mm-hmm. i framing this mm-hmm. how are people out there that are considering quitting their jobs stuff like that i mean mm-hmm. how how are we framing this yep what, so Yeah, I think of it like the way that glass is tempered, where it has to have heat and then cool, heat and cool, but not too much of either. Otherwise, it won't actually become the product you're trying to create. And 
So you have your day-to-day, which is probably your cooling down. Mm-hmm. And then you have your Hawaii, which is like allows you to warm it back up. And I, I think what happens if we allowed ourselves to actually temper back and forth like that, it would it, we would neutralize. We'd get where we're trying to go. But what we tend to do is either shame, criticize, or make this a binary experience where we say, Hawaii is bad. I can't dream about that. Or the day-to-day is bad. I have to quit all of these things. Mm. So... I think if we could hold both and say, I need to research culinary school. I need to look up every single potential shack on the beach in Kauai. Um, I'm not moving there, but you know what I'm doing? I am just placing myself there tonight because I need to. Mm-hmm. Okay. So back to the the binary, the heating and cooling. And I know you're not mm-hmm. necessarily a relationship uh, counselor, but if- <laughs> she, she is. Oh, that's true. Totally. I mean, like, I don't want to be the cooler, though. I don't want to be the cooler. I want to go like Hawaii's awesome. But when you say something like that, I like I don't I, I don't want to say, Kim, you're acting ridiculous. And I don't know if you've noticed. I haven't said no, that. you have not. You I have, have not. You, you've, you've done a very good job. Yeah. But <laughs> like this could get real in a couple of weeks like where you actually want to do something like this. So uh, that push and pull, it sounds like Elise already gave us this tool a little bit earlier on is is to try to meet in the middle when it comes to sort of these things. And I bet you that lets me dream a little bit more, you know. If- so that's totally right. Okay. Okay. So I when I um I hold couples intensives and what I try to do is I bring out like two hula hoops. Okay. And so you've got a pen hula hoop and you've got a Kim hula hoop and all of your stuff is in there. Your story, your dreams, your experiences, your fears, your absolute bonkers wishes for your lives. And all of that is there within that sphere and it's contained. In relationship, we tend to merge those, not completely, but where there is a center space or like like a Venn diagram as it comes together. So, but let's say we're in Penn's hula hoop and we're over there looking at Kim and she's dreaming about Hawaii and culinary school. What your experience might be, Penn, is that that's in the middle and that that's somehow going to disrupt your safety and your sense of of this of center. Well, what Kim is doing is just, that's just in Kim's circle. It's not in your circle. And if we can gain clarity to say she needs this dream, her dream is not, it's not about you, actually. It's not about your safety or your hopes. It's really just about her soothing herself. Now, if she says, um, hey, I went to the bank today. I, I I just took out all of our money. I decided that we're just going to start <laughs> getting ready for Hawaii now. I put all of our money in suitcases and we're ready to go. Let's go. Now we're in the center. And now, <laughs> now we're like, uh-oh, this is an us situation. Right. So what is within just your spaces and you give yourselves and each other so much margin? This is just the way that they move forward. This is just the way that they, you know, dream or worry or self-soothe and then what's actually in the center that's like hey this is kind of an us thing now (laughs) so can we look at this that's a great uh, metaphor the hula hoop that like i like it when people do something visually for me to like and and so when i start talking about hey honey this house is only four million dollars and it has one bedroom this is my hula hoop. I'm, I'm just yeah. going to say, honey, I'm in my hula hoop. But 
Unless you go to the bank and then it's our hula hoop. Yes. Then it's your hula hoop. I got it. Yes. This is perfect. Yes. But I, I'm, yes. gonna, I'm literally going to walk around with a hula hoop at night. I'm going to be like, honey, I'm a hula hoop. I think that's yep. good. Yeah. This, yeah. So we talk about some similar things. I have to plug our book because we just finished a book, Elise. Good. And Congratulations. And yes. Thank it's, you. It's, it's a, hard. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've done that before. <laughs> yeah. It's it, hard. It's I, about 10 fights every couple has. One of them is I cheated <laughs> on you financially. And one of them is you do not completely complete me. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, we like reject the Jerry Maguire phrase. Like, yeah. Very, yes. Very violently. So, um, so, and it sounds like we've got an endorsement from Elise on a couple of those. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that was a huge turning point for me when I think early, cause I've, I've dealt with depression, anxiety forever, and I've been able to name it and I've, I've been through therapy. So, and I didn't need, um, and I think Penn and I had this dance with our hula hoops where we we're like, I don't actually, I, I want you to be there and I want you to see me and I want you to acknowledge it, but I don't need you to fix it. So I think mm-hmm. he's we've we've been able to like he he's so helpful and he's he's the best partner. It's not about the it. nail, but, but it's but it's I I need you like he knows he knows the role he plays, but I, he knows that I have to kind of get out of my own you know I have to deal with my own hula hoop. Gonna, totally, yeah. Oh yeah, I with my like so my husband and I are also super differently like strengths or however we want to talk about that, and I will definitely like give him the like hey I am. I need you to hear me, or I actually do want you to help um, come up with a solution with me, or I just need to vent, but I will let him know what I'm needing from the conversation we're about to have so that we're not half an hour in and he's like, wait, what did you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> when misses to do again? Okay. What, what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, we need an agenda. That's, yeah. that's, a good, yeah. that's a good move. We definitely need an agenda. Yeah, and I'm a big fan of asking for what you want, and we do that as well, which is hey, I'm just, I'm in this place. And what I actually have yeah. said to him, I need you to tell me to get out of bed and go for a walk. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. other than that, yep. I don't want you to tell me what to do physically, but like today I need you to tell me to like pull me out of bed yep. and he does it. And Wonderful. so, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan of that. Um, it's so clear. It, so I, I imagine you are dealing with a lot of relationship issues right now. I'm imagining, because this has probably put a lot of relationships talking about the stage. It's put a spotlight yeah. on some cracks. Yep. So, I mean, I mean, technically my bend would be everything is relational, right? Everything is in the context of relationship, relationship to self, a relationship to our future, to our, to our money, to our, how we thought life was going to go. So I think everything is on the rocks right now. And because of maybe my either life experience and also my work to me, I'm like, this is where the story gets good because Mm -hmm. this is where things actually get shaken up enough where we are called into action and we get to choose how the rest of the story goes. A lot of the time, and maybe before 2020, we were all kind of cruising on a little bit of autopilot. And that's a pretty um, privileged statement Mm -hmm. to make. Um, Some of us were cruising. Mm -hmm. And 2020 allowed enough pain, terror, (laughs) um, drain of our resources to allow things to get so clear that we are forced to actually have to make some decisions here. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It ex- I think it exposed, it exposed a lot of relationships and a lot of, oh. yeah. And luckily like we were doing, we were doing active therapy on our marriage with this book research when we, when this whole thing hit, but yeah, like a lot of other things for us that we couldn't have even guessed have become stressors. Like my, my, my chewing <laughs> Um, she might bring that up in your sessions. 
Hey, I welcome it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, it's such a, such a trigger for me. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but that, I mean, it's real. I think that Penn and I were at an advantage that we'd already, we'd, we'd been through therapy and we worked together already. And but we it, lived didn't together. Un- it didn't uncover the chewing, did it? it? Didn't, well, the chewing it, was heightened. <laughs> I feel we're like in the same place all the time. Because we, we, we used to have ways to not be together. <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah, there's space. Yeah. But if we leave 2020 with our biggest fight is your chewing. I think we we're are, okay. We're pretty good. That and temperature variance on oh, the thermostat. Those are two pretty serious <laughs> ones. Mm-hmm. I know. All right. So um, I want to ask about the the golden retriever personality types. Um, Kim and I have <laughs> we, we have some differences in our personality type. And it's one of the reasons that we I think we love each other so much and work well together. She is very open about her feelings, her anxiety, her depression. I don't know that I have as much of it, but I do like it, it sneaks up and bites me sometimes. Um, yeah. You know, I'm kind of the happy-go-lucky guy. We were watching this show. I'm just going to endorse it because it's freaking awesome. Called Ted Lasso. <laughs> um, so good on on Apple TV, and it's about this very positive. I identify with him a lot. This like very positive, optimistic coach who goes to London to coach a soccer team, and he has this contagious like optimism that spreads around everyone that that he's with. And the happiest moment that the team had during the season, he has a panic attack. He can't mm. breathe. He like goes outside and he doesn't know what's wrong with him. And it takes someone else who is more like Kim to kind of come up to him and say, this is what's happening. It's okay. But I've had a couple of those this year. I've had a couple of like freakouts, like panic attacks that aren't consistent with a golden retriever personality. So this is getting to everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Penn, that's a, that's a really great, for one, I would like to watch that show, but two, it's it, awesome to hear in your personal like narrative, the, the way I move in the world. And then sometimes I don't move that way. And that's actually really uncomfortable for me. So there's, I mean, I, <laughs> I want to, I want to like unpack that and like dump the whole, like myself, we say dump your purse on the table and look at all those things. Um, so the golden retriever personality allows all of us, right. Collectively that archetype or that person in the story to lighten up a bit. If that golden retriever personality is the fruit of our work, is the result of I have also um, talked about my anxiety and depression and dealt with it and been sat in those hard places and here I am and I am glass half full, optimistic, what is possible? That feels like so deeply rooted then I can't look at those things or I won't look at those things or why is everybody looking at those things? I don't, I'm going to make them smaller or like, why we don't have to do that. Right. So they're the avoidance or the rooted sense of, Hey, I'm optimistic because I've lived through some dark. And so now what I see when it's light, I know it's light and I can call it out for everyone. Sorry. I'm thinking about it. That That's, that's pretty heavy and good. <laughs> Sorry. Taking you there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we can't unpack me right now. But you can't uh, totally but. unpack you, honey. We can totally unpack you. You can unpack you. You have I mean, I yeah, I wish he would unpack more. He's I know. But there's not time to unpack everything right mm. now. It's it, I do actually enjoy and I I feel comfort in being someone who eases tension for other people. Mm-hmm. Like I would love yes. to be in that space. I would actually love to be in that space all the time. Um, it's just, yes. there's just there's something just freezes up sometimes and you can't mm-hmm. explain it and it's not working anymore. And then the world 
switches from light to dark instantly and you yes. everything you can look at a color and it looks different and you can hear a sound and yes. it feels like everything around you feels different and then you're and then you're back but i, I don't mm. want to discount those moments that happen even though they're rare right yes and if they were in less extreme shades more often then they wouldn't like sneak up right so if i entertained that more often and I think of it like literally like entertainment. Like I literally, I brought them in. I let them sit down. I experienced those feelings more often to a lesser degree than they might show up less often by surprise. What do you think of that, Holderness? Uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> still trying to avoid uh, getting a professional <laughs> session, but I'm probably going to need one. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, think you're, I think that you're probably... <laughs> more put together than I am. <laughs> well, no, you I just, just know how to ask for help better than I do. Well, I think I also I learned early to like, oh, this is like in college, I started the therapy journey. And they're like, oh, no, this is what it is. I'm like, oh, there's a name for it. And oh, lots yeah. of people feel this way. And it's, it's okay to feel this way. Um, and here's some medicine for why you feel this way. <laughs> so yeah, so um, it's not me. Yeah. Right? Like, that's the big awareness, it's like, oh, I thought it was me. I thought something was wrong with me. Oh, oh, it's not me. Oh, this is anxiety. Oh, oh, okay. So good. Now I can get back to me then. Yeah. Get anxiety out of my way, depression out of my way. We are not those things. And knowing that, I mean, knowing that this, whatever this is, is that we're, mm -hmm. we're in it for the, the long haul. I mean, our kids are going to read about this year in history, our grandkids are going to read about this year. Yes. And yes. we're in this for a long haul. And we're not, and I always like tell my kids, like, you're not going to war. I'm not sending you off to war. <laughs> like we've, our, our grandparents have been through, like have been through stuff too. What, like, what kind of perspective shifts can you give us? Like, what can you give us to just like tools, tips, tricks to kind of, you know, to be able to push through and, and keep, keep walking. I think maybe you hit, hit it yourself right there just to keep walking. There's, I really think we need connection more than anything right now. So with, with everything being so polarized, like pick a subject, it's so polarizing. Mm -hmm. We tend to separate. And then we, because we're so stressed out, we also tend to separate from ourselves. And that's, so that's what anxiety does, right? It pulls us up and out of our lived experience, our embodied self. And so all of these things are pulling at us all the time. So I think the more that we could actually get in back into our body and the way that that might look like is um, I could use my five senses to be aware of my physical body in the here and now. The more aware I am of myself in my body in this exact time and space, the absolute, like I take up so much room that there isn't room for anxiety, depression, the extra, extra, extra things, because I'm here now talking to Penn, talking to Kim on this exact day in this exact moment. And the rest of the stuff starts to fade. It starts to kind of fall off the table. If I can have enough connected experiences to self, I immediately start to kind of turn down the white noise of the rest of my life within me. The more I have that, the it's almost like greasing your wheels where it's like oh gosh you know what like these things feel like they're sliding a little more rather than having so much constant friction where i'm at a constant simmer and anything could take me to a boil so my short quick long which really hard to do answer is mm -hmm. um the practice of embodiment allows us to be able to field the unpredictable nature of all that is 2020 which really is just life on intensified right now the practice of embodiment mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
that's pretty. You can make a T-shirt out of that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Take that to Bali with yeah. you. Um, <laughs> you you are a joy, and just hearing your words and and helping us make sense of this um, is so helpful. And I I know it'll be helpful for for people who hear this. So thank you for sharing that you're with so us today. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm so grateful to have this conversation. Not I mean. It was just us in the trailer, but the fact that we get to have this conversation publicly, thank you guys for make, using your platform just right now. This is a gift. This will be a gift for other people for sure. Where can people find you? Because I think, um, first of all, I'm going to get on your schedule first before people hear this and then they <laughs> flood you. So so tell me where people can find you. Sure. Um, my website is just elisesnipes.com. And same thing, on it's Instagram, elisesnipes. It's E L Y S E. S N I P E S. Okay. Question for you. You, you found this really cool way to, um, take people out of their regular norms by having this kind of traveling trailer, but now like, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to do more telemedicine. So how do you take them away virtually? I I wonder, I imagine that was a challenge for you, right? This is a badass question and I love it. Okay. So a year and a half ago when I founded Radical Wellness, what I was experiencing was that people had um, kind of some piss poor options for quality care within their area or such a small town that you couldn't even go to the good therapist in town because all your friends went there or they knew your mom or you went to church with them or whatever, (laughs) right? And so people were then like, oh, I just can't. And so I, one, wanted to create a platform where I believe the very best people in their specific fields are all working together collaboratively for a person. So we've been working online before COVID started and we work like a wraparound team. So like a spiritual director, a, an embodiment coach, an Enneagram coach, therapist, we, we all collectively work with one single person in an effort to use all the streams to kind of treat the whole river. Oh, that's cool. All right. So they they were thinking ahead here. Well, great. Uh, thank you so much. We'll, we'll just hang on real quick. We're going to say goodbye to our listeners and then Kim's going to give you a credit card number and, uh, and uh, we should be good to go. Thank you so much, Elise. And we are so happy to have had the chance to finally meet you. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.